First of all, I have to apologize. I didn't know till last night, very late, that I was going to talk about uh, Baron today. So I didn't really have a chance to prepare too much. Uh, a few months ago, I came to Yeshiva one morning. And they said, the late enthusiast, Baron Lichtenstein passed away. I couldn't believe it. I knew he wasn't well, but I didn't realize he was a Chayla Mesukan at all. I didn't realize at all. So they asked me if I could uh, say Divri Hasbid. I couldn't say Divri Hasbid. You have to prepare something. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. And I couldn't believe other people delivered has paid him like nothing. Like a person died 25 years ago. They're giving an analysis. How, how can you talk? The person just died and you deliver Hesper so calmly. I couldn't understand it. So, what I'll say today is Miktas mena Miktas. I really should give it more time and maybe publish something. Maybe give a talk at some later time after preparing. So, deliver a talk a little bit. When I was a Talmud in the yeshiva, the practice in yeshiva was that the boys didn't wear their tzitzis out. So Baron, I entered Rav Salvechik Shia, and Rav Baron Lichnasin said the Chazar Shia. He was there in the Shia. He said, he said the Chazar Shia. In the middle of the Shia, Rav Salvechik would always quote a Gemara here, Gemara she used to be in Yiddish at that time switched to English later and Rav Salvechik would say Aaron would sit right next to him what daf? Aaron would say daf lama gimel on the base daf mem base on the gimel whatever you know, he would always say right away what daf and what amen he knew right away so I saw this guy knew he knew then we didn't wear the tzitzis out Aaron wore his tzitzis out around his belt Maybe that's what they did in Chaim Berlin. He came from Chaim Berlin. So I always looked up to Rabbaran. He's the Elter Rabbacher. He was successful in learning. So whoever wants to succeed in learning has to do like him. So I used to go with my tzitzis around my belt. The Bismarck at that time didn't have so many swords. Now they have 30 shots and the 30 sets of the Ramden. If you wanted a pcheris, you could spend half an hour looking for a gemara pcheris. They didn't have all, all, all of the volumes of the shas available. Our baron had on his desk all the time. In Wayu, there were no shtenders, there were always desks. He always had on his table the small four-volume shas and the two-volume ramam. He always had everything. Whenever Taisus quotes a gemara, he would always look it up. Absolvechik would call on the students to read the Gemara and they read the Taisus so the student would read Taisus says Akasha from another Gemara Absolvechik would say would you look, did you look up the other Gemara guy, guy says no he took Taisus how can you take Taisus word for it Absolvechik got angry you go to university that's the first thing they teach you don't take anybody's word for everything check everything up so Rabban Lichten always says look everything up so you had to have the whole Shas and the Ramam on his desk all the time now in Wayu, Mr. Mahir also every table has at least one set of the Shas and Rama. But at that time he was the only one. He had this influence on all of us. A Baron used to say the Hazar Shia, Absolvechi. used to come in, he just said a Shia on Tuesday and Wednesday mornings. That was it. Now Baron would give a few days later, I forgot whether the end of the week or the beginning of the next week, I forgot already when, he used to give the Hazar Shia. So the first couple of 
months, I think. A Baron used to say over things that the Rav Salvechik said the same shear, but he would broaden it out. The Chazar shear supposedly was for the weaker students who didn't understand Rav Salvechik's shear, that he would make it easier. He used to make it harder. He used to, he used to broaden out to explain more what Rav Salvechik said. He would quote more Gemaras and more Rambams and say over what the Rav said on all the other Gemaras and the other Rambams. So, so the better students used to attend. The weaker students didn't go to the Chazar Shia. They would just make problems bigger, make, make bigger problems for them. So the first couple of months I was wondering, why is he the Rosh Hashim and he says the Chazara? He should say the Shia and he should say the Chazara. This guy was, he was saying over with a whole heck of Absalachik said a little part. Now Baron would say over the whole part because he heard it already from Absalachik. He was the Elter Abacha that we all looked up to. If you want to be successful in life, you got to do like him. So I remember I used to learn Harusa with a boy, Herbie Miller, Hanach Miller. He's in Columbus, Ohio now. He used to live in Boston. So he once told me, I used to learn with him before I entered Rab Salvechik, before I knew Rabbaran. So he told me that uh, Rabbaran Lichtenstein used to write over the Shiram that he heard from Rab Salvechik on Matsoi Shabbos. So I was wondering to myself, why did he write on Matsoi Shabbos? The was on Tuesday and Wednesday. Why did he write to Matsoi Shabbos? He must have had a good reason. So I decided, because a lot of times Rabbi Salvechik would work out the shear. He knew in the general direction that he was going. He started the shear. He used to have notes also. But a lot of the details he would work out in the middle of the shear. So sometimes he would back out at the end of the shear. What he said at the beginning of the shear, he would touch it up, redefine it. Sometimes he'd back out on Wednesday from what he said on Tuesday, publish it up a little bit. So I said, that's a good idea. You write the shear Matsoi Shabbos. So you mull everything up. You think it over in your mind. And you reorganize everything. So that's why people have my notes and they have notes from other people who wrote to Shear, who wrote the notes Bishas to Shear. Totally different. It's the same Maskana, but totally different. Because the others wrote the way the Rub said, blow by blow. He said this, said that, said that. I would put the things that he said last first. I would reorganize everything. Because I thought that that's what, that, that's what Byron did. Kind of, if you want to be successful in learning, you have to do it. I was doing this for years. Till I found out, no, when Aaron Lichtenstein stayed by Herbie Millen in Boston, and he learned by Rav Soloveitchik on Shabbos afternoon, so he wrote the notes on Metzoi Shabbos. But I was so used to it already, because I thought that's what Aaron did, so that's what I did also, even, even after I found out that it was a misunderstanding. That's the way to be successful, if you do like Rav Aaron. At that time it wasn't... Um, Common to learn Shulchan Aruch. Now a lot of people obviously learn Mishnah Bura. Then I don't even know if there was one set of Mishnah Buras in YU. Now you have 25 sets in everybody's marriage. Then it wasn't so bad. I didn't have a Mishnah Bura until six years after I was married. My wife bought me a birthday present. She got me a Mishnah Bura because her father had a Mishnah Bura. My father never had a Mishnah Bura. But my father, when you had a Shaila, you looked in the Shulchan Aruch and the Magarabram and the Machzah Shekel and the Prima God. We, we didn't have a Mishnah Bura. So at that time it wasn't common to learn and those who went for smicha learned Yerodei Chelek Aleph we didn't learn we didn't learn Shulchan Aruch now it's much more common that people learning yeshivas learn Shulchan Aruch so I remember when Rabar moved from one apartment to the other for George Hill so I remember he came to the he came to yeshiva on Shabbos and he told us Arab Shabbos he had to put up mezuzahs so he had a shayla I think he said there was a porch so the shayla was as he put the mezuzah on the right side going out to the porch 
think the porch didn't have dollar al dollar. It wasn't the kura for some reason. And other, you don't put the mezuzah going out. The porch wasn't chay mezuzah. Came up with the chiddush. Put the mezuzah coming in. You put the mezuzah on the left side going out because it's the right side coming in. So now there are a lot of people. They know that Rabbi Kivega says like that on the Shulchan Aruch. Then who knew? We didn't know Shulchan Aruch. We didn't know Yeridaya. Rabban didn't know Yeridaya either. He knew from the Gemara. He knew the Dinim. So he came up with this chiddush. Then he told us it was right before Shabbos, and he called Rabbi for. Uh, Salvation was masking with him. We didn't know. Rabbi Kivega has like that. The Bin Yitzin had many Achranim say like that. He used to say Chidushim Lahalocha. He said many. He said many Chidushim Halocha Lamaisa. At point today, I'm at a loss to remember, but he, he used to say Chidushim Halocha Lamaisa. That was very, that were very Oizgehalpen. I remember he, he instilled within us, I would have never known this in a million years. He told us that. There's a Sefer Be'er Sheva. I know the Sefer existed, but I never looked in it. Morgan Abram quotes the Be'er Sheva all the time. So at the end of the Be'er Sheva, there's a section that's called Esrim Geira, I think. I think he has 20 practices that people do that he's not happy about. He thinks they're not right. So one of them is, I think this is what Abraham told us, one of them is that people have a meaning that uh, you're not allowed to eat before you have Myra, but if you have a meaning Kavu, you can rely on that. So the Be'er Sheva is not happy with that. So he instilled within us we shouldn't rely on that cooler. I don't know what they do here in the yeshiva. Some changes in summer and winter depending on. I seem to remember in all the yeshivas they rely, they eat supper before before uh, Myra. They rely late. I seem to remember here they used to dab Myra early, before supper. I remember that he told us to be medactic about that. I remember why this stands out right today. I don't I don't know. In Moedim, when you daven Shmanes, and say, "Tzu chayena mogen yishenu, atohu ladov don telochon sapeti hilosecho." Tov don nagid varlecho. Yeah. So the so in all the sidurim they have printed, they have a period. Tzu chayena mogen yishenu, atohu ladov ador. Period. Then it says, then you continue. The Abaron said he thinks that that's a mistake. He said the period should be. Period. is the beginning of the next sentence. If I'm not mistaken, I think maybe my father showed me this later. When I asked my father, my father showed me. I think Chechno Rebbe has a seder that's called Slusa Davram. <coughs> so I think he points that out. Maybe Rabban saw that Slusa Davram. I don't know. Rabban said that was the din. We used to discuss not only learning. We used to discuss halacha lemaisa, all kinds of things in the base medrash. I don't know why punk that stands out in my mind, but that I remember. I remember on Shulchan Aruch it says that on uh, on a time of Sibur you need you need Shloisha because when Moshe Rabbeinu was mispalo by Mochemus Midian, he was standing to the right and to the left. So the Shulchan Aruch says that on a time of Sibur you have to have two people standing next to the Shliach Sibur. Absolutely, said he need a bezdin to to be tovei of the Rebbeinu Shalom that he has to take care of the tzorchei klal Yisrael. We have the tzibur has a right to demand of the Rebbeinu Shalom, so we need a bezdin to demand he should take care of our needs. Whatever. So the Magen Avram says. So the Mechaber quotes this in Hilchas Yom Kippur. So the Magen Avram says we only have people standing next to the Chazan by Kol Nidre because some some Rishonim hold that Kol Nidre is a Torah and Darim Lishaovar. And then he says, for Shachris, there is no Chazor Sashat. 
Shachas and Musaf and Mincha that you daven not on a tiny sibah. So that's not a tiny dike tefila. Neila is a tefila shel tiny. They should have two people standing next to the chazan. So the Mogad Avram says, but we keep there on kodesh open the whole time, so everybody's standing. So you have a lot of people standing next to the chazan. So, so uh, we yotze with that. We have two people standing next to the chazan for kol nidre for hatoris and And by Neila, that's it. So Rav Soloveitchik thought that more correct is he should have two people standing next to the chazan by Shachrit, by Chazor Sanshats, by Shachrit, and by Musaf, and by Mincha as well. So remember, for years and years, Rabban would be in charge in the yeshiva. He would see to it. He would alternate different people. He would ask the volunteers who was going to stand next to the Chazan, and he would arrange in advance for Shachrit, for Musaf, and Mincha, for Nila. We didn't rely on the fact that they're everybody's standing anyway. And after he moved to Eretz Yisrael, we didn't do it anymore. No one, uh, no one took care of it. I haven't been doing it for many years already. But I remember he used to he used to be in church. I remember Abraham Lichtenstein's wedding was in Boston in a hotel. So I remember the wedding was postponed because Rav Soloveitchik took sick. Many have a minute you never postpone a wedding even if someone's sick. So not everybody has that bidding. So they postponed the wedding and uh, I seem to remember the Rav Leza Shilva was the Masadi Kiddushan I'm not sure I think Rav Leza Shilva was at that time the president of the Agudas Abbanim and Rav Soloveitchik was close with him I seem to remember he was Masadi Kiddushan I remember at the wedding this is Tama Yumaris uh, when Chosen Kal went to the Yichud room so the lock broke so they couldn't get out so the Aiden, they must have told the Aiden after eight minutes, Rav Salavay said, Yichud, eight minutes. He said, after eight minutes, knock on the door. So they knocked on the door and they walked away. They didn't come out. So the photographer started knocking on the door. So I think they were trying to scream, get us out of here, the door is locked. So they, he, they didn't hear. So they said, they sent Rav Salavay. So he started to plead to them, they come. So they finally screamed, we can't get out, the door is locked. So they had to call somebody from the hotel, from the management, to get them out of the Yichud room. <laughs> that was some silly zechronis, but also stands out in my mind. I remember one summer I was visiting in Eretz Yisrael, <coughs> so we went to visit the Rabbi Lichtenstein. We had the tea and cake one evening. It was the summertime then with Oshurim in the yeshiva. So Byron said, in Chodesh when the yeshiva resumes, so I should please, I should feel free, I should call him up on the phone, and any day that I want, I should come and give a shir. It's so uncomfortable. I should call him up and say, I want to give a shir. It's like a Tavebefe. So I didn't. So what happened was, all the other yeshivas, different yeshivas, the way that I was here, so they called me up on the phone they said we're going to send a taxi at 10 o'clock in the morning and we're going to come say a shiv on this topic at this time every shiv did a band was a gentleman so he didn't want to say it like this so uh, so it turns out I, I we went back on Chalamite Sukkot we were here for a few months I think three months went back Chalamite Sukkot so then Rabbi Tabori told me that on Simchas Torah they had a coffee in Yeshiva so Rabban said we better have Herschel come and give a shir because he's going to go back to America so Tabori said he went back already he said what do you mean he went back he gave Shurim and all the shivas didn't give him my shir. that's where it turned out 
So that, that, was, that was terrible, as if we don't get along. I loved him. I think he loved me too. So two summers later, we were in Eretz Yisrael again. So then Rabbi Aaron called me up, and he said there was a misunderstanding last time. Uh, they're going to send a taxi. They're going to pick me up at this time. Mincha is going to be this time. So it was also three o'clock, maybe right after Mincha. So I gave a shiur at that time about Eretz Lekim Adava by Gittin the Kiddush, and I have it written in my sefer. So right after Mincha, I was ready to walk up. So Rabbi said, "No, wait a minute, he has to interview." So I think at that time there were some American students in the yeshiva who thought that we didn't get along with each other. They thought that there was a difference in Hashkafa or something. So he wanted to dispel that mistaken impression. So he said, no, no, he wants to give an introduction. So he gave an introduction. He didn't mention the fact that I learned in the Koyal under him. I was a Talmud of his. He didn't mention that. He says, we both learned by the Rav at the same time. Both learned, but he was the Rav's assistant. He gave the Chazor. I listened to the Chazor Shiro. He didn't say that. He said, like, we're equals. He says, he danced at my wedding. I danced at his wedding. And we sing the way we'd be Adidas with each other. So I was so, I was so overwhelmed with emotion the way he was giving this whole long introduction before I spoke. So when I went up to give the Shiro, I stood there. So I had the notes in my pocket. So I was, I was so tzedrat by the introduction so I started giving the shir without taking out the notes and then I was in the middle I don't know why I was embarrassed to take the notes out of my pocket so I was giving a whole shir about pet as if I can always rattle off uh, just like this I had prepared everything I remember Baron invited me once he said if I ever decide to move to Eretz Yisrael I should consider giving a shir in his yeshiva I should please feel there's a place where I would like it I remember I was once in a, in a, I give a share every Tuesday night for many years already, 35 years, in Queens. So one Tuesday night, one of the boys was driving me home in his Lexus, his father's Lexus, his car broke down, he was driving in the father's Lexus. At that time, there was a bunch of Ganovim who were stealing Lexuses and sending them to Africa to sell them for much more than it was worth. So we were going on the highway, this is written up in Israeli newspapers also we're going on the highway and all of a sudden a car starts backing up backing up so we slow down and the car keeps on backing up so the guy stopped driving the car it was Avi Feder someone just mentioned we got some Avi Feder Avi Feder was driving his father's Lexus so the guy keeps on driving till he stops right in front of us so two people jump out of the car one from the right one from the left they had knives or something <coughs> and they stole the car I was sitting in the front with Abi Feder my daughter one of my daughters at that time was single and she lives in Rehovot she has a lot of children and, and a Talmud was sitting in the back so they kicked all those four of us out of their car in the middle of the highway and they stole the car <coughs> they went off with the car so finally we were standing on the highway so a policeman stopped and he said, what are you doing on the highway? So we said, stole the car. So the policeman called ahead to the, uh, to the, uh, where you check out from the highway, you have to pay a toll. So they said, if there's a Lexus that goes by, stop them. So the Lexus went already. We found out later on that the police <coughs> didn't want to make a scene because they wanted to catch the whole gang. So they, ke- they were keeping tabs on a whole bunch of people who were stealing all the Lexuses. They didn't think they would actually kill anybody. 
and uh, till they cracked the hole they figured out the whole thing and then they arrested all of them and they gave back all the cars this fellow Avi Feder who was driving the car used to work for his father he used to go to Africa for business for his father so the police New York police called him up on his cell phone in Africa that uh, they have his car and they're going to give it back and then he told them that they're selling their cars in Africa so he said they have it here he says no all the cars all the stolen cars are all in New York they'll give them back the car Anyway, so I remember this was written up in the Israeli newspapers also. So Byron sent me a letter. I have to look in the house somewhere. I probably have the letter. He sent me a letter. He read in the paper. He feels bad for me. I'm shaken up about the, that they stole the car. And so it wasn't my car, but uh, being threatened, they threatened your life. So he said, he encourages me I should move to Eretzisuel, but I shouldn't move to Eretzisuel out of such feelings that it's so dangerous and chutzlots have to move territory should be safer he said yeah but the main thing I should move territory because that's the place we are supposed to be shouldn't go for negative reasons should go for positive reasons I have to look where I have that letter I feel embarrassed these are such dorm shalmabakach and Abaran had a tremendous influence on all of us had a tremendous influence on all of us I remember once in Sheer so the Rachel Gobbies used to read the Yiddish newspaper. So they wrote in the Yiddish newspaper that the conservative Badr Abonim, or Kipaskin, that you're allowed to drink Welch's grape juice because it's Yai Mavushal. Yai Mavushal, the Gemara says there's no Isser Yai Nakam. So he said, that's ridiculous. Does anybody know why? So none of us know anything. How are we going to know why? So he saw that uh, Rabbaran was smiling. So he said, you tell him why. So he said, no, there are two reasons for Stamyenum. If the wine is produced by a non-Jew, so you're not allowed to drink it because of chasnos. It may lead to intermarriage. may decide to, ma- to marry the daughter of the manufacturer of the wine, and you'll have a light supply of this delicious wine. So if the wine is processed by non-Jews, it's also because of chasnos. Then there's another gzera, secondary gzera, if, if you have kosher Jewish wine and it's handled by non-Jew I'm not going to marry his daughter because I like the wine I'll marry Mr. Carmel's daughter I'm not going to marry the Goy's daughter because he's the waiter he pours the wine so that's prohibited because of Shasha of Nisa maybe he was Manasseh so if the wine is Yain Mavushal since we don't use Yain Mavushal so nobody didn't use it to be Manasseh either so that Zerah doesn't apply but if the wine is processed by Welch so, so what does it help that it's Yain Mavushal but it's a chashash because of chasnos. So they're upset, of course. Anybody who knows Masechus Abedizar knows what a joke it was. I really feel it, it's such an incomplete, <laughs> such an incomplete uh, presentation. Let me just say over at Torah. We heard so much Torah. I think two years ago the yeshiva was learning Gitten here in the yeshiva. I think last year they learned Kiddus? Four years ago. So when I learned Gitten, so I came, and then after Mincha, I walked up to Rabbi and I told him, I'm going to say over this afternoon the Chabur that you said. I told him which Chabur he said in the curl. I didn't, un- I didn't understand what he said. So I, I said, I didn't understand. He said two or three times, I didn't, I didn't have what he said. He said such beautiful Chabur, he used to say such beautiful terms. So let me just say uh, over uh, one director that he said in the name of Rav Soloveitchik today's Rosh Chodesh so the, the Gemara has a din that if a person forgot 
But if the Shliach Tzibah forgot Yalav Yavah and Shachris, he doesn't have to repeat. Shliach Tzibah forgot Yalav Yavah and the Chazaris Hashats and Shachris, he doesn't have to repeat Shachris. So usually people will scream out, bang on the standards. They didn't bang, he hard of hearing. He just finished the whole Shachris and he forgot to say Yalav Yavah. So the Gemara says he can rely on Musaf. Shemtich Adit Tzibur can rely on Musaf. So the Magen Avram quotes the Machlokes Achrayin. What if a Yochid b'diyevet, Yochid daven shachris, he forgot Yalavi Yavai, and then he goes, he's supposed to repeat the Shman Esar Shalos. He forgot, he forgot, and he says Musaf already. So he already said Musaf. So does he still have to repeat the Shman Esar of Shachris or not? So there's two opinions in Achrayin. I think the Shulti Gedorim, if I'm not mistaken, thinks Lahakel. But the Shliach Tzibur, because the Tirchet Tzibur, we say Shas Hatchakiri Yavid Dami. But then it's B'diyavid if a Yochid forgot Yalav Yavid, then he davened Musaf Arash Chaydish. He mentioned Rosh Chaydish in that Zman Tefila, so he's Yotzi B'diyavid. But Lachatchila should really repeat Shachris. But by the Shliach Tzibur, Shem B'Tzibura, we declare Shas Hatchakiri Yavid Dami. He's allowed to do Lachatchila, but normally he's only permissible B'diyavid. So the so Rab Chaim thought, I think probably says a Mishnah Bur like that. Sofik Brachas Lahakel. That uh, we would assume like that, but yeah, but if the Yochid daven shachas and forgot yalav yavan, he daven already daven musaf. We would tell him he doesn't have to daven over again. So, but yeah, but he's yotz if he daven musaf. So Rab Chaim asks, so why does he have to daven over shachas? Let him daven musaf and be yotz. So what is that based on? <coughs> Being that you yotz shachas, even if you forget yalav yavan, that's a dion. One daven shachas forgot yalav yavan is not yotz tefila. Oh no, he's yotz tefila. He didn't mention it has Koras Kedusha Sayyid. So what we're saying is basically, it is Yaitzah the Tefillah. It is Yaitzah the Tefillah. Just not Yaitzah has Koras Kedusha Sayyid. The Tesis has the two days. If a person Davin Mincha on Rosh Chodesh, if he got Yalav Yavai, then Balaylo is already no longer Rosh Chodesh. So do you say he wasn't Yaitzah Mincha? He wasn't Yaitzah Mincha at all, so he has to Davin the Tefillah Tashlumen. But he's saying, no, my Arviach, what's he going to gain? He already daven mincha. He said the Hoshman Esther just didn't say Yalav Yavai. When he davens Ma'ariv, it's not Rishchodesh anymore, so he's going to second Shman Esther without Yalav Yavai. That's what he said for mincha. He's not going to gain anything. So those are the, the so in the yeshivas, they say those are the two opinions in Taisvis. If a person says Shman Esther, he forgot to say Yalav Yavai, he's the Pshat, he's not Yotze the Tfilah. No, he's Yotze the Tfilah. It wasn't Yotze the Chavis Haskaras Kedusha Sayyid. So Abchaim said from the fact that we paskin like this Shilti Gedorim that if the Yochid Dabin Shachet he forgot Yalav Yavai and then he Dabin's Musav so he's Yotzeh B'Diyavid means if he plans to add Musav Bizman Shachet now he's going to Dab Musav the first hour after Chatzos he can Dab Musav till the end of Shoshviz so if he plans to Dabin Musav when it's till the Zman of Shachet he's going to mention he's going to mention Haskaras Kedushas Hayoyim in that in that time period Time period of Shachris, so he'll be Yotze with that B'diyevit. So why do you tell him even L'chatchila? He should daven over Shachris. He's going to have the Haskaris to do Sayyam. The Shachris, he was Yotze. The Chavis Tfila, he was Yotze. Chavis Haskaris to Sayyam. He'll be Yotze by davening Musa. Why do you only say the Shliach Tzibur? Because of Tichot Tzibur, Shachat Chachat Yevidah. He should let a Yochid also do it L'chatchila. Why is it only good B'diyevit? So he said over there, Rav Salvechik said, B'Shem Rav Chaim, 
they were there. in the days of the Gemara there was a concept of tefillahs and dova you were permitted to volunteer uh, a tefillah the rules and regulations when you daven when you have a right to daven tefillahs and dova when you daven sorry ok so true be the evidence if you daven musaf and you mention askars to shayoyim everything will be fine but l'chatchila the chachamim said daven over shayoyim as a tefillahs and dova you yotzei chakras already Daven Shachris the second time, Torah's Tfilis Nadova, and mention more correct was he's supposed to say the Alaviyava in the Shachris. Shouldn't just, that was the way they were, Chachamim wa Misakanat like that. It's like Mabesh Shetova Chachamim is to say the Haskars Tlushayam in the middle of the Shmanes Rav Shachris. So Daven, a second Shmanes Rav Shachris has a Tfilis Nadova. And then Daven Musaf later. So then Rab Chaim added on, if that's the Pshat, so Bizman Azen Shulchanot, they recommend that no one should daven Tfilis Nadov. Because no one's, we have difficulty being Mechavim when we daven, so it doesn't make sense. It's bad enough we daven all the Tfilis with poor Kavana, so we're going to add on a Tfilis Nadov with poor Kavana. So Rab Chaim said that since Bizman Azen, we don't recommend anyone should daven Tfilis so Bizman Azen should be Lechatchila like that. That if a Yochid forgot to say Yalav Yovay in Shachris, we should tell him, do not daven over, do not repeat the Shmona Esrei. Rely l'chatchila on the Musaf. It was very fascinating. Halach l'mayz. Then she come out also. On Shabbos, you're not allowed to offer Tfilis Nadova. So let's say Rishchorish Choli is Bishabbos. A person forgot Yalav Yovay in Shachris. Nikar Adin, it should say somewhere in Shulchan Nikar Adin. You say he's not allowed to daven over Shachris. He has to rely on the Musaf. Because he's not allowed to offer it to listen to him. Because the Shmanes of Shachris, he was Yotzi already when he daven the first Shmanes. This is one of many, many, today happens to be Rosh Chodesh, that came to mind the first thing. This is one of many, many Shiurim that Rabbi Aaron said over. B'Shem Rab Soloveitchik, B'Shem Rab As I said, the first couple months I was wondering why is he giving the shir and he says the Chazar he should give the shir and Rav Salvechi should give the Chazar shir it's a very incomplete presentation but Pashat I didn't have a chance if if I'll give it thought I'm sure many more Rabban had a tremendous influence on all of us in learning in Hanhogas a lot of Hanhogas Okay. People want to ask other other things. Maybe if you're asking questions, things will come to mind. Should, my, my mind is uh, blank now. But, uh, Truth, I don't remember. That was a long time ago. I think Rab, I'm not sure, I think Rab Salvechi was not happy. Because Rab Salvechi used to say for years, before, way before this, before Abraham decided to go, he said, anyone is in, he spoke before, anyone is in Chinach Rabbanis, and America is not allowed to leave, because you fight in assimilation and intermarriage, and the general is not allowed to leave the front, and and the captain of the ship, the old Russia that he gave. And I said, I used to laugh in my heart, was Hakta Chani. And so that's what Chaim Isaac quoted from the Shubas of the Maram Sheik. 
the reaction I don't remember. I don't remember. A long time ago, Pasha don't remember. So, um, you told us previously that you definitely adopted the Derek Limud of the Rav. Do you, do any of your Derek Limud is that, was that influenced by Rabbaran at all? I think Rabbaran changed his style of presentation when he came to Eretz Yisrael maybe before, I'm not sure because when, when I used to listen to Chaburas of his and the Koilo he was just like the Rav style of presentation but uh, he used to have broadened out like Rav Salvechik once said he's not like his father he said my father at Moshe Salvechik would only give a shear after he looked up all the related Gemaras my Salavechik didn't give Salavechik used to give a shear twice a week gave a shir, every shear was two hours long my Salavechik gave a shear once every week and a half for half an hour very brief so Rabbi Salavechik said his father would only give a shear if he would work everything out all this everything fit into place Rabbi Salavechik said I'm not like that I'm the base I say what I think is the best pshat I get to Dafyu Gimel I say what I think is the best pshat so a lot of times he wouldn't go back to Dav base so he would leave loose ends hanging he gave the best shot on that base. the best shot on that you know. And the Gemaras have to integrate together. So a lot of times, Baron always would be like a Moshe in that sense. He would try to, that's a, he would broaden out whatever Rabbi said. He would quote what he said on other occasions to give a fuller picture of everything that's going on. So in the, in the early years when I knew him, he used to say over the Robstar and his own Torah was also very similar to the Robstar. That remember when he came back to Eretz Yisrael, Every year he would he would come, he would give a shir and the koila, whatever we were learning, he'd give a shir on our topics. It was like a totally different style of presentation. Very different. Very different. Wasn't, maybe he changed it in America also. I, I wasn't in a shir in New York. But uh, it, was a, it was a very different style. Very different from the way Rav Salvechik said. In the later years, it was very different. is blanking I'm sure if I'll give it some thought things will come back to mind I don't remember I don't remember this morning I was mentioning to someone I don't think I said it here yet I remember I remember Baron always used to be in Yeshiva and Purim he would always stand during Mikra Megillah what kind of shtick is that what are you standing for the Rama writes a Chiddush that you have to the Balkari who lanes Betzibur has to sin. you're not the Balkari and you're listening and said Beferish and Mishni can sit so I always thought he was wrong what's he doing this for so a few years ago maybe a few years ago about 20 maybe 25 years ago a group of students bought me a gift Oitzah Hagaynim so I started flipping through the Oitzah Hagaynim on Masachas Megillah so they all say that the meaning was to stand for Mikra Megillah so I guess I guess he must have seen, he must have gotten the Oitzah Hagaynim before I got it he must have seen it over there I don't know, it's against the Mishnah, but 
had a lot of kashas and Rav Soloveitchik also. What did he do this? What did he do that for? Then he, 40 years later, I realized, oh, that's what it says in the Shulchan Aram. <laughs> that's, that's what it says in the Shulchan Aram. We used to wonder by Rav Soloveitchik. Why does he do everything differently? Everybody else does like this. Then we started learning Shulchan Aram. That's what it says in the Shulchan Aram. Everybody else does it not like the Shulchan Aram. He always used to do like in Shulchan Aram. Rav Baron had a lot of Hanogas. You have to remember what they were. He used to have a lot of Hanogas. Aloha Lamai said things that he worked out that, uh, that were beautiful. What was the difference? I remember one year, the, one of the early years, Maybe it was the first year when he came back from Eretz Yisrael. So he, uh, we were learning Durham. So he said over a din, and then he said a chakira. He said A, B, C, or D. Four possibilities. So one of the students in the Kerala at that time was Shmuel Boylan. He's now one of the deans at the Turo. Very strong in learning. So he shouted out right away, how can it be C? It's a Beferish Gemara and Daphne Amzayan in the Durham that says X, Y, Z. So Baron said, give me a chance. Let me develop, develop the thing. So he spoke, and he spoke. And after an hour and three quarters, so Shmuel Balmaskin said, Well, what about the Gemara in the Dharm Daf So he said, I don't know. So we're very disappointed. In the early years, he would never give a shit like that. He would start with the Gemara. He wouldn't start with Chakiris. Rav Salvechik didn't start with Chakiris. Salvechik started all the time with Gemaras. And then he would say, Is the nature of the din is this as is? That's a Rashi and He wouldn't clear a Chakira. A chakira without an afkamina was not a chakira. I remember Rav Soleshik said, My grandfather Abraham never cleared chakiras. He would learn up the Gemara. So Rashi apparently learns like this, Tyson learns like this. So when, when he would present the Shir, Rabchaim would present to the Shir, he would say, He could clear a chakiras at A or B, and this is the Machlekes Rashi and Tyson. That's what Abchaim writes in the Sefer. But it didn't start with chakira. He started with learning Pshat and the Rishainim. So we, we were surprised that Rabban changed his whole style. He starts with the Chakira, and then, then, then there's a Gemara. He starts with the Gemaras, you don't start with the Chakiras. The students were very surprised. That wasn't, uh, that wasn't the way uh, we remembered him. That was for presentation purposes. He felt, I remember, either the day of the Leviathan, the day of the two after, they showed some video on YU, different people speaking, so there was a former Talmud of the yeshiva who's a dentist, a fancy dentistry or something. I think he's spoken Hebrew. It's an Israeli. And he said, Rabbarin, I think it's a Rabbarin changed his style of presentation. I think that's what he said. To show the Talmudim how they can develop a derech and learning. So he simplified everything and he says he used Rabbarin's derech and learning to advance his understanding of dentistry. He felt that Rabbara did it specifically to train the students how they should approach a Gemara. If he were just presenting, if he were just presenting his shear, he would have presented it in a different way. He wanted to train the students how they should be Mechadish Torah. So that's why he developed his own new style. I don't know, but it was uh, very different from what it used to be. When, when, I, when I was closer to him, his style shear was very different. Um, is there anything that you disagreed with Rebel Hashkafa Bars? I don't really think so. I'm not fully familiar. I never read there. I have a few, I think I have one or two Svarman Hom Hashkafa. I'm embarrassed to say I never read them. But they're sitting in my bookcase. 
Um, I don't think so. We both learned by Rav Soloveitchik. I read um, one of the Rabbanu from Malay Adumim interviewed Rabbaran a few weeks and he put out a whole book of Akshay something. So I read that book. Very interesting. A lot of things there are straight word-for-word quotations from Rav Soloveitchik. Here and there, there were things that I thought that I would have emphasized a little differently. Not that I'm disagreeing, it's a question of emphasis. I would have said the same thing, but placing emphasis on a different thing. I don't think so. I don't think we really had any disagreements in Hashkafa. It's really not fair. As I said, I just found out last night and I didn't have I really just uh, prepared uh, 20 minutes last night it's uh, not really right I there's a lot to learn Thank you very much. Thank you. The emotions, more important stories, and the powerful sense of the world. Thank you very much. 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 Thank you